as I delayer each one of these layers of Antarctica, it keeps going on and on. So in, in a most profound way that there are no words to explain how important this content is and to our pivotal ascension and expansion. So thank you. In case you don't know who I am, I am Aurora. I am a galactic historian, an oracle, a seer, a spiritual revolutionist. I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which you can find under Amazon for paperback and ebook, and then under my website under audiobook. Write your questions here in comments so we can start logging them for you. We do have prior questions that we have not um, uh, communicated with, so we're going to go ahead and include those as well. Studying this, this is a strong video, very strong content. Um, we are on a platform um, that we will uh, have to go by the rules here. Um, but we want to set a strong intention that we don't consent to any haters, trolls. If you have hatred, any of that, um, you're here to just be infringing upon the energies in comments or, or so on. I love you, honor you, respect you, but I don't consent to you. So just don't even bother. Okay. All right. So we're setting those intentions now. Beautiful. So let's go ahead and um, tell you a little bit more about me. I offer aura hypnosis session, which is past life regression entity removal, as well as raw Reiki, which is also entity removal. These are all self-healing modalities. I also offer quantum galactic Akashic readings. You can find more information about the sessions that I offer, which I am also the founder of. Um, and under my website, risingphoenixaurora.com, join us at our at our workshops. For those of you who have been watching our videos, you understand our content and you understand how, and you watch the testimonials, you understand how profound it is, these workshops and the online aura hypnosis, raw Reiki, those certifications, how profound they are. If you've joined us at any of the workshops, the online workshops and the raw, the retreats that we host both the aura and the raw in, um, let us know in the comments how phenomenal it was for you. So um, it will change your world. It will catalyze and shift your whole world into you beginning to crystallize and activate your organic timeline versus the artificial. So remove yourself from the inverted matrix and stepping into the crystalline sim simulation, the crystalline matrix, if we would call it that. But yes, so stepping into your organic blueprint. Wow, you all, I am so excited about the series. <laughs> wow. Um, so... So in case you haven't watched part one, part two, part three, go ahead and go stop the video and go back and watch it so you can understand this content because we will not be repeating things. We'll give you a quick summary if we need, but we will not be repeating things. So in, in order for understand this content today, you will have to go back and watch the other videos. Okay, you can find me under Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Rumble. You will find all our sensitive content. The This series one, two, and three is under Rumble and Spotify. And we have under well so that's where you will find um all the sensitive contents it is such an honor to be here with you guys today we will be stepping out of the dome out of the the energy field of earth um but before that yeah mm -hmm. okay and then before that i want to mention that you don't want to miss part five part five we won't be able to record here on youtube but we wanted to do at least one of these episodes on youtube part five is what we all been waiting for, believe it or not. <laughs> um, we're about to understand it all. 
Okay, so join us in part five under um, you're going to watch it under Spotify again, all the sensitive content. But if you want to be part of the live video, which I host under Zoom, you want to go to my website, risingphoenixaurora.com, type in your, your email under the pop-up video that will pop up for my emails to receive my emails, and then you will be part of it live. Um, so just keep posted on that and check out all our social medias. We're on everywhere, TikTok, um, not TikTok, uh, social medias, um, Telegram, Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere, okay? Thank you. Let's get started, y'all. Very, very important. All right. Yes. Oof. Get ready for part five, you guys. So much. All right. Here we go. I'm preparing. So we have Gina here, and we're also keeping track of chat as well. And Gina's going to be reading one, one, one. Send love to the to the earth. Transmute the new world order. Send love and transmute. Mm -hmm. So we have Gina here who will be directing the questions over to me, um, saying them aloud because I will be in the in-between in the theta brainwave, which is a form that we all can that we all do all day long. We talked about this before. So so I'll be and I am also surrounded by source love light. So I am also remote viewing as I'm surrounded with this love light, remote viewing, showing you the perspective that I'm seeing from higher self over soul perspective, looking down into the dimensions that we are in. Ooh, it's lit up. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Whew. So here we go. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Yes. Join us at our retreat. We have a couple spots left, guys. Come walk your most organic timeline. Learn how to do this for yourself. No one's doing it for you. Um, January retreat. We have a couple spots left. Come on. Love to meet you there. Okay, so the first thing we're going to go ahead and start off with is that um, we want to talk about the, so I'm going to show you the image that I found, and it's a very good content. I haven't read the books, but I really love the maps, so that's the maps that we're using here because it, it does align with um, what we're seeing energetically. Um, so, but that's just the maps. I don't know about the content in the, in the books, okay, because I've never read them. All right, so I'm going to show you this video because um, this image because we're about to go into it. Okay, so here we are in this map. It ex um, it explains how there's many worlds within worlds, right? So this is meant to be our map here. Okay, our section in this multitude of dimensions, planetary spheres, flat surfaces realms so on okay so right here this is us in this tiny little area okay we've this whole this whole platform is about explaining about earth and our history on earth but it also our entire content in every form explains the galactic history the universe and the multiverse's history so but we are here we've talked about this this wall here that is Antarctica. And we talked about how the military are there. And in part five, we are going to go into that. So that's why it's epic and you want to ensure you are there. It's gigantic. Get ready. <laughs> okay, so yes. So we've talked about that wall, but we've only briefly touched some of these places. 
So through the series, we want to go really in depth to understand our world and our construct. So we are in a third dimensional construct, not a fifth dimensional, which would then be spheric. Okay, we're going to skip again information we already talked about. I'm not going to go in explaining that because we've already talked about it in part one, two, three. Okay, we're in part four now. Okay, so this is us here, then these other worlds. These other worlds is what we're going to be, these not world lands is what we're going to speak about in part five. And you guys wait till we talk about that. But we've been wanting, we've been waiting to step out. So we are, this is us. There's an Arctic wall that surrounds us. Then there are more lands here. In our last part three video, we got to talk about here, the outer ice dome, the outer crystalline shield, force field, where the benevolent beings were at. We're holding the space out here, all the way at the end of the of the sphere of ice. Okay, so not only do we have these worlds here, then we also, these lands here that we haven't gone into depth with, and then we also have these outer lands that we continue on and on explaining, okay? So right now, so we're going to go forward and then we're going to come back. So today's video is about stepping out and understanding existence so we can understand going forward what we're explaining. So we are stepping out now. So now that we understood that the there's benevolent beings on the outer walls containing the crystalline mirrored dome and how it's a reflection and so on. We're seeing two versions as well, multidimensional or more versions than two. Um, so we understood that the Sasquatch were out here, the dragons and these outer rims in, in the in between and what we're seeing now is we're seeing the merging of these outer worlds that were are more magical into here the physical so people are running into you know mermaids actual life mermaids animal sea animal that we've never seen life we don't know what's out there and we'll be talking about that in the future but so now we're in the outer rims right where the mirror is at the sasquatch these benevolent beings that look really beautiful we talked about some of these ireland beings in one of the videos too and how they came from the outer uh, walls inwards okay um so in part five we're going to talk about the wall and the, the military and what they're trying to what's going on out there basically we're going to understand that okay all right, so here we are. Let's continue. So let's begin with we're on this outer wall of this mirrored, mirrored. All right, we're there. So now we're going to remote view what is beyond the existence of this outer dome energy or spheric, if because it's a dome on top of a, do, a dome on top and another dome at the bottom. Okay. All right. So here we go. You understand that. So it's beautiful. I'll share with I'll share with you guys this. I um, had a reading with a beautiful divine masculine, and we're something that he mentioned towards the end. He said um, Aurora. He asked. He was very connected, very connected, and he said, "I asked my team, is our Earth 
spheric or is it a flat plane? And they said, neither. And I was like, that's right. Okay. So let's understand that. So we could go at it, flat earthers, spheric people, you know, like you could go at it for a while, but we're about to understand why we can't limit a shape upon our existence because it doesn't really look like that. Okay. All right. So here we go. We're going to step out of the walls. And as we step out of these crystalline walls, we talked about how you have to be a matching vibration. So I'm seeing it from above. Energetically, we're stepping out, and it is beautiful. Okay, but right before we go out, you're, 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 there's no gravity, right? There's, we're bouncing, just like we talked about in part three, because the density has really lowered and thin by the time you get to the walls of this dome. Hmm. Doesn't that remind you of the moon? Interesting. We'll talk about that later next video so the density has lowered you're going through if you view now with your third eye your imagination now you're going to see the universe literally in front of you you're going to see even the multiverses if you can see to that level but let's just start off with the universe and creation and the way that creation looks it looks like the most infinite colors that you can imagine. And it is, what is the word? Warpy in our understanding. <laughs> um, so it is like a kaleidoscope, everything's shifting. So if you were looking at a kaleidoscope with different colors, that's what it looks like. Everything's shifting moving colors shapes so on so out of the third dimensional construct which to explain the third dimensional construct further we did have to become a plane existence because before you build upon a spheric you do need to build the third a second or a third dimensional and then that becomes spheric but originally all fifth dimensional we didn't have third dimensional planets before the fall or or constructs or collective consciousnesses we there is 12 two and third dimensional planes of existence where souls are being created from but never did we fall collectively as a communal life into the third dimension so that you could understand so that's why planetary spheres in the third dimension are in an inverted typically inverted simulation of some form because they fell down and it's never happened before and they had to fall in density into that. Okay, so fifth dimensional planets are typically where we create life and we replace communal life. So that at that point, they're typically spherically energy, energy and they're not physical. And even then, even if they're spherically in energy, there's not quite a shape to them as well. So as we're looking at all these times, all these places we're looking at actually in front of us if we're looking at the entire construct of our universe the way it looks and the best way i can explain to you is like children stacking cups so there's one plane of existence in the 
third dimension because with the fall inverted, we had to create a third dimensional plane of existence where there was communal life again. That's a layer. And each one of these might be coated with different colors. They also have different light codes. They, that, the different material that keeps these third dimen these dimensions of plane of existence alive and conscious. Okay, so that's one layer, the third dimensional planetary spheres. And it's pretty dense in the third dimensions as we know we are living in it, right? So, and what happens is it's like a paper fan. You know, when you make the paper fans, you fold them up. And goes like this. So this is why we are we are understanding what is time and space and why is it linear to itself because the truth is that it's all overlapping each other the only way that it could be linear to each other is that it would have to overlap one another i'm going to try to make a paper fan here <laughs> um if i can rip this page out okay just so you can understand. All right, so in one layer of the paper fan, there's third dimension and the lowest dimension. So even the lines here, see there's lines here. Okay, so say the first fold here, the first fold I have, this first fold I made is the third dimension. Then we're gonna go to the fourth dimension because every dimension counts even if it's an energetic bridge in the fifth dimension i'm folding it i'm folding it guys fold it in here in camera i'm going to continue folding it okay so do you understand third fourth fifth six seven and these lines go infinite see how this paper has lines think about this paper going infinitely and it just keeps going. This is the only way and reason why time and space would time and space would be linear to itself, and how it would work. Okay, so every single one of these lines is a dimension and a different plane of existence. And this plane of existence, every dimension has no end. Life goes on and on and on. There's no end to it through universe and the multiverse so if we're looking at this paper fan now we see the dimensions we see let's call this the third dimension this is the fourth dimension fifth six seven eight nine ten so on so if we're looking at it if we were to separate the dimensions viewing but if we look at them but technically they're not separate they're not separated. They're in the same pocket of space like this. So when you look at all the dimensions, it is pretty uh, kind of <laughs> with the eyes. It's, it's, it's a little bit hard to see because it's moving. It's constantly moving. And then within all these dimensions, there's the creational flow. So if you can imagine this goes on and on and on and on and on, all these dimensions, and the dimensions go infinite. There's no endings as far as numbers of dimensions in creation. 
okay this is how i see the universe some people uh, see it in their point point of view where it's more limited and less of dimensions or less of creation but the way i see it is it goes on and on and there's no ending okay all right so we understand that now so let's understand so within the third dimension the very first flap we're down here right denser then we're in the fourth dimension here we're in less dense fifth six and we, as we keep climbing this ladder it becomes steps look at that into ascension all right so that's how i can explain time and space in our the how infinite construct is and again don't limit yourself to this is sphere this is flat because every every realm of existence is different it's an energy energy cannot often hold a shape it is fluid like water plasmic wa waters and plasmic fields it just keeps moving so if you were to imagine planetary spheres or life in front of you and stars and everything that makes up because in the stars out of the matrix there's soul groups that create these soul groups then birth out souls and they go into different realms dimensions and planetary planetary spheres where there's alien races all types of alien races so this is how you understand that the soul needs to ascend out from third dimension then they ascend into fourth and fifth so but remember, even just at the third dimension, there's many third dimensional planets that are completely unique to signature and how it was created. So if you were looking at this, it does truly look like infinite colors and consciousness. And sometimes when you connect to your higher self, you notice that you're just this energy, this energy body. And you can sure make a shape if you want. You can make a human shape, a feminine shape, a divine masculine shape, but initially you're not that, you're not tied or limited to that shape. You will notice that in your higher self or over form, you are moving. You can shape to whatever actually you want energetically. So imagine that and imagine how all these life forms in these dimensions can also shape and shift to that. And it looks like, I guess the best image or video I, that I can share with you is um, Dr. Strange, the multiverse. And when he's talking to that thing, whatever that thing is, you know, it's, it's kind of inverted. I don't really like the messages through it, but the imagery is good. Um, and then how everything's like fluid or um, Ant-Man when they go into the quantum realm and everything's like fluid, liquid. That's how everything looks. So every molecule on in this fluid motion could be a collective community of an alien race, or could be an individual soul. Um, and then when you go deep down into each dimension, so again, this is stepping out of the dome. It's pretty amazing. So you go down to each dimension, it is different everything's typically made out of in the organic is what we're explaining 
Um, we've explained a lot of the inverted through our platform. Um, one of the main reasons to wake you up and bring you into awareness. So we're explaining the organic in this moment in time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this energy is shifting and moving. And if you were to put shapes into them, then you would see a flat plane of existence in each dimension that goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay. And each flat plane of existence has, again, different lives. Maybe they'll have like crystalline UFOs or different crystalline positive technologies, if we can call it that. They're not really, that's the word we understand it, but they're tools, but they're made out of crystals and benevolent energies. Um, or maybe in this half, this planetary sphere is a half of a half of a planetary sphere maybe it's just a dome a spheric at the bottom and just a flat everything is unique to itself we need to stop limiting our consciousness our belief systems to this way is one way this way is not one way that is incorrect nothing is one way everything is ever moving in every which way okay um so yeah so if you were looking say at the third dimension then you would see many different lives walking in different pockets of spaces because that's the other thing is that when you step out of this sphere this dome you go into the creation right and then there are bubbles bubbles of spaces that are also interlocking with one another like that to the world split symbol that we show you with the two circles so bubbles of spaces everywhere these bubbles of spaces could be stars collective consciousness or they could also be planetary spheres and these bubbles are the infinite colors of creation that are not known to earth and they all interlock none of them are separated we're all one and this is the true concept of oneness since they are all together interlocking okay so just to show you the image but you guys already know it because you've been watching this series but just so you could un get a visual so if you could imagine bubbles like this of collective energies or individual consciousness energies these bubbles go on and on and on through these planes of existence in the third dimension in the fourth dimension fifth and they all interlock to one another yet oh like the flower of life the lotus flower of life okay so you could imagine the lotus flower of life we teach the 12 petal lotus flower and how that is how creation looks actually Ooh, so third dimensional so this becomes third dimensional and it becomes of that flower and it spreads infinitely through the third dimension infinitely through the fourth dimension and every infinitely through the fifth dimension every one of these holds a different collective consciousness energy embodiment blueprint construct it's unique every single one of them and these bubbles goes on go on and on and on so if you could imagine that 12 petal lotus flower which i can show you here um now that we understand that 
and we talked about it in the mandala so you definitely i definitely recommend you go watch the mandala video what is the mandala effect okay um let me see here okay so this is the divine mother who is the creator and father of course so this is her symbol though so if you could imagine this symbol and it goes and these circles are not circ two-dimensional circles they're three-dimensional circles that are spheres and then imagine this goes that it goes on and on and on throughout all planes of existence but it alters in colors and frequency and vibration and in races and souls every single soul is created not one to the same so every single planetary sphere or collective community is created the same exact way unique to itself okay i am ahead of like whoa <laughs> so let me think if there's anything else so that is what you find after you step out of the dome you found find creation itself okay and this is a lot of where we when we do past life regression or you go into the theta or meditation and you're remembering your past lives who you are whether here on earth or in these multiple dimensions you are traveling through these bubbles of pockets of spaces which could are stellar positive stellar gateways and they are going through them you are going through these bubbles of spaces and energetically you're tethered to that fractal in the sixth dimension and uh you're intertwined like bubbles so then you can tap into that six dimensional version of you um, because you are always interlocked like those um spheric bubbles that we explained so then you're stepping from one bubble in the third dimension then into the sixth dimensional you here and then at that point you become the embodiment and you're remembering who you are in the sixth dimension and when you come back, you come back with some of that six dimensional energy so you remember who you are and you come stronger and more integrated. It's, it's beautiful. So that's why we recommend you time travel through your consciousness because you bring those dimensional beings that you are all the way to 111 dimension, wherever you're at, thousand dimension, infinite dimension, or zero and nothing or everything. And then you bring back and you bridge it back and you bring it in is that crystalline blueprint and activations from that memory so, so it's really important and you're going to hear a lot of things like people talking about i think i was listening at some point to this male that's supposed to be like a whistleblower and he was talking about that the avians told him not to go into past lives that that's no point to that <laughs> that yeah that's re or future lives really what they are past and future lives then and um just to work on yourself, which is true, you do want to just work on yourself, but if you want to ascend into a higher dimension like the Ascendant Masters do, you do need to work on yourself. So when you hear stuff like that, that is programming. They don't want you to unlock this multidimensional version of you and the fact that you realize that etherically, energetically, your energy body, astral body can travel through these bubbles and pockets of spaces. And that's the most safest way to travel through the organic blankets. They're like these planes of existence and dimensions are organic blankets that also hold these bubbles in them. So you're traveling through, warping through these blankets and then coming into these bubbles.
of energies and memory fields. Was that good? Do you know that I explained that really good? You explained that amazingly. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So do we have questions on so far on what I shared and we'll continue to flow with it? Yeah, there, uh, there's a question asking what dimension is the astral realm? We were just talking about that. Yeah, so the astral realm does not have a dimension. The astral realm is all dimensions, zero and infinite. So it is the blankets that you are traveling through. Like if you could imagine like blankets of, say this is a blanket here, and it's like this plasmic field of blanket, and you're traveling inside of it, astral traveling through it, and then going to where you want to go, to the location you're looking for. So that's... Yeah. Let me continue. Okay, so the outer lands beyond the ice wall, are they inside the dome too? Yes. Uh-huh. So the dome ends at where we talked about the Sasquatch and the benevolent beings were holding the crystalline. That's where it ends. So where that tiny little <laughs> part at the center. So imagine what's the rings around us. What else is out there? So what I want to add, though, is that now we're stepping into these bubbles of spaces. That's how you can tap into Pleiades, to a Dramadon. Or even looking at this original image that I was showing you guys, how these um, Atlantean timelines and so on, you're tapping into literal timelines of creation. So this, this person, you know, um, named these um, lands, okay, so Venus, you know, there are also planetary spheres that are known to us, Jupiter, or constellations, um, like Pegasus, okay, but you, the way that you're doing it is traveling through those bubbles and blankets of times and spaces once you're out. Now, Typically, you can remote view this from a higher self aspect, which you would view it from where you're no one dimension, you're infinite, like source, over so higher self perspective, that's how you do that. But in order to astral travel in a, if you're looking to astral travel in a dimensional match, you would have to be a vibratory dimensional match to this, these other worlds. So that in typically in order to come into these other worlds, then you need to incarnate into that dimension and vibration to enter into the lands of Saturn or so on. And then these depends on the dimension of the majority of them would be spheric planetary spheres, or they can just look like a plane of existence that goes on and on as well. So everything's unique and different once more. Mm -hmm. so yep and then when you uh, become one with yourself and you balance your energies and you don't have any kind of um, infringements within you it makes it much easier for you infringements like implants entities and so on it makes it easier for you to go into meditation or go through a past life regression or so on and go into these different spaces through aura hypnosis, we the higher self shields you in these most powerful, beautiful love light force fields. And that's what allows you to sacredly, safely come in and out of these dimensions and, and bubbles of spaces. But your higher self and you are basically directing the whole thing. 
you're in charge of it all so you can that's how you can view it like you're in charge of in the in the astral form and you're time traveling back and forth you are the time traveling machine it exists within you you are the portal you are the stellar gateway continue okay yeah the next question kind of goes right along with that to travel these bubbles where would we say to go with the higher self to see all these times and spaces so where would we say to go with our higher self so what i allow for myself to do and what we always teach is for you to surrender to your higher self it's you so you don't have to say specifically unless you want to go to a specific hey i have i ever been incarnated in the series area i'll start series constellation i want to go there then yes you can set that intention with your higher self and then you travel through your imagination your third eye which reminds me we have the isis priestess course which begins tomorrow sign up to it today sign up you're going to learn how to use your third eye in these manners so important for your expansion so so you either they take you there so you sign up for that on the rising phoenix mystery school patreon okay um set that intention with your higher self that you're going to go there or you um view and sense yourself um so if you set an intention with the higher self that's the best way um that if you want to go to a specific place but if you don't want to go to a specific place what I, we always teach is that for you to be in surrender with your higher self so if you're in surrender with your higher self then you just set an intention with your higher self higher self what is the most important thing next the most important vision memory that i need to retain to my consciousness for my highest healing my further expansion higher self show me that and if you're just in flow versus trying to control where you're going to go that's more higher vibrational because then you're in surrender to yourself and you're trusting yourself and your team so that's what we highly recommend, but you could also, if you want to discover more, you can do that that way too. So just set an intention, let it flow, and then trust, trust the universe, trust yourself, and trust creation. But of course, we teach to shield yourself with love, light, and source before you were to do something like that. Go ahead, you may continue with your questions. If the sun is near the bubble of the earth, is its coronal holes interdimensional portals? So it is an interdimensional portal, the sun itself. And it is not as far as they say it is. It's right above us. If you technically could fly all the way up there, you could actually see it hovering above us. And it is our portal for our souls who enter this earthly construct to come in through. That's where they come in through, through the sun and shoot in. So it's a beautiful plasmic field of warmth and love and energy and salt and star energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Creation. Suns, all suns in our multiverse are many versions many means of of source you may continue okay what crystals can we use while astral traveling um they're all of them <laughs> the more the better but astral travel hmm. honestly I, I i see all of them so um 
maybe like um, angel aura, titanium angel aura. If you get your hands on one that is organic, not um, melded with metals and made into it by normally men, that's even better because that would be harder to get. But you can do it um, because that is uh, similar to how creation looks like this snow, ice crystals, and you are, and then there's rainbows inside these ice crystals, and you are made out of all these ice crystal rainbows. And you can shape everything. You can choose if you want to be purple today or orange or red or green. And you're just tapping into the energy field that is infinite of just your own soul. Not alone connecting to all the fractals and essences of you connected to the soul. So maybe a crystal like that. But honestly, you can actually travel with all of them. You definitely want to have a white and a black crystal. If you're going to ask for travel, the black crystal will protect you from infringements. And then the white one will help you connect to the divine and the higher dimensional energies. Let me continue. So I'm wondering if we can jump from one bubble to another rather than returning to source in between. Is this possible? Yes, mm -hmm. you do that. Like if you are good and you don't need to... Um, the rest and healing areas, maybe you had a good life in one of the bubbles and you're just like, okay, I'm going to go check out the other bubble in the um, other dimension. I've ascended out from, say, the fifth into the sixth. Then, yes, you can step in. But know that consciously you are doing this all day long. You can tap into the different versions of you throughout the infinite of creations and just imagine yourself there and then you bilocate into their consciousness because all consciousness of these are connected that, like that flower of life we explained in the Mandela video and every single one of those you remember how we explained how every single one of them was a pocket of energy and how you're traveling in the universe through it so that's how you can envision your your crown in your head these bubbles of the flower of life and you can shift in and out of these different dimensions through it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so remember it's not outside of you, remember it's inside of you. The universe is inside of you, right here. Yeah, go ahead, okay. your next question. So I know you teach shielding, but when traveling, what happens if I don't shield? So um, we talked about this already. We actually answered it in the last question, the last part three. So you want to watch that. Continue. So we're going to answer questions that we have not answered yet. For the last year, the last year, when I look at the stars, a lot of the big ones, I see two stars. It's almost, it almost looks like one, but I can see two there. Have you seen this? So you see, it seems like you're seeing it's third dimensional construct, the bifurcation, you're seeing the bifurcation in it. And then it's actual etheric infinite construct. Seeing both. And that's why it looks like two. Mm -hmm. Continue. 
What is the importance of the snow in Antarctica? The map you showed also shows snow in other realms. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it seems like in this understanding and specifically in this map that we showed, it is creating some kind of um, boundaries of energies and separating the dimensions that we explained how it's 3.0, 3.1, 3.2, 3 3.4 dimension and so on. So it is a gradual shift out and then we step into the dome outside the dome like we did at that point we're stepping out of dome we're in the fifth dimension and we're rising ever to all dimensions and beyond so the ice what it does it is holding the coding the energy the construct of what's inside the the walls of the ice so there's layers gradual layers of what the life is there okay Continue on with your questions. How can we help melt the ice wall or does that need to happen? Yes, um, so it does need to happen. Eventually it will happen organically. Um, I don't know when it's gonna happen. I feel um, what I'm seeing is that we're going to start seeing, it's gonna get more and more supernatural here for us when these two worlds of say the inside of the ice wall and then the other outside wall and that civilization starts merging in and you're really gonna understand this in part five. At that point, it's going to be very supernatural. Now, will we see that here in the physical? We're not sure because we're this collective is creating its experience and construct. Um, but what, what we do know is that eventually we will see each other and we don't know if this is going to happen when we finally shift out. We don't know where the collective will decide upon this choice. Continue. Where is the spirit school located where souls get to review their lives and pick new ones? So those are realms of existences. So every dimension has the planetary spheres and then the realms. Now, realms of existence are flat planes of existence, again, that go on and on and on. So one individual person can have a flat plane of existence where you go and it's your happy place. And maybe it's a always twilight moment when the sun is going down or the sun is coming up. And then it's always there and everything's moving in motion, but still, still but moving. And that's a plane of existence. And then, or you go to a healing space, that could be a plane of existence that goes on and on. It doesn't need to be an end to it. It doesn't have to have a barrier to it. It, it just is. Did I answer the question? Yes, you did. Okay, continue. Are there underground cities in Antarctica? Yes, there is. And there's also other cities on the land. We'll be talking about that in part five. Continue. I know megalodons are extinct, but do, do they also exist anywhere else in these realms? Um, what are those? Megalodons, those giant ancient sharks. 
oh they exist out um out they do exist in our sea very deep and outside the walls too and remember they can cross back and forth the the sea life can cross back and forth some other monsters too perhaps those movies we watch like godzillas and are a lot more real than we realize yeah continue can you talk about the droughts or water droughts in different places on earth mm -hmm. see what they say about that So sometimes to rebuild life, you have to dry it out and then begin the life again to resoil it. So some of these places are a representation to the energy fields that's going on there. So if you are in a area where there is a, a drought, that means that the energies there are experiencing some kind of reset and cleansing but oh, reset more like it and then once the water comes back if it comes back hopefully then it then um cleanses itself at that point and then there's new life again so there is it's like it's like i see like a evaporation you know when water evaporates and then in that space so it's, it's so that energy there in a droughted area feel, would feel different would feel obviously dry would feel uh you wouldn't feel as in, with enough moisture and so on so it's like that it's like you know when you dry out a starfish energetically that's what it's doing and then if you I don't know if you put the starfish back in the water, but I, what I'm, they're showing me is a starfish. If you put it back in the water, then it it can regenerate um, itself. I don't know if the starfish can do that, but that's the example that they're giving me to help you guys understand. So it's a regeneration. Okay. Continue with your questions. Do you know anything about the underground volcanoes in Antarctica? They're supposed to be melting the ice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I do see mm -hmm. interesting. I'm seeing like fires, fires, flames in the water. What would it cause fire flames in the water, guys? So it'd be either a gigantic creature that is expelling fire out, or it could be a volcano so yes i am aware i see those volcanoes spread out and uh -huh, it's boiling and thinning the layers yes we continue as we explain to bifurcate and separate the more that mother nature will then like those volcanoes explode out so that we can thin out that layer of ice so that civilizations both civilizations inside the dome inside the ice and outside the ice correction 
can perhaps start seeing each other eventually, but that is in part five and it's going to be crazy at that point. <laughs> a little crazy, but I mean, we're always guided and protected. Okay, you'll understand that later. Continue. Can you please speak about the sleeping giant in stasis that lies in Antarctica as well as other locations? Mm -hmm. So what I see that the military has uh, got a hold of some of these giants and has put them into stasis. I believe that's what you're talking about, but specifically, this is what I'm seeing when you ask me that question. Um, mm -hmm. Initially, they're, you know, they're harvesting the DNA from the stasis, and I do have a video, an aura session that's about to come out um, in the next couple of days. It's going to be on Rumble because it is on clones and their how they're pods that they make the clones in and the process of clones and it actually connects to this question so watch that as soon as possible so the preview will come up on on youtube and then you'll get to watch it under rumble and you can hear it on spotify the whole session so in order to keep souls on earth and say you want to use their abilities you need to put them in a life form in stasis then you need to keep them alive, their original form alive. And you freeze them. And uh, I can't really go too much in depth on this platform. So then those consciousness, but you need to keep them alive so that they can operate in this construct. If they pass away and the soul ascends out, then you obviously you can't create maybe transformer things like the movie Transformer, things out of them. Maybe you can't create different abominations that they shouldn't be creating from this giant that would be very important. It most likely has angelic energies in it and they're using it negatively. So they must keep it frozen alive in consciousness, in stasis, in a, so that then they could use it for in the simulation. You understand? Yes. So we don't you. know which way they would be using a giant because it's their inverted diabolical agendas and plans. You may continue. Was there really an ice age that uh, created the walls or did the custodians create it? The custodians, the benevolent beings created the walls to help with the energies again. Mm-hmm. And as referring to the ice age, they said that there was an ice age, you know, millions of years ago that caused the earth to go into being frozen. So that could have been, I mean, it's in this um, earth's evolution, it went through different levels of ice age. And even um, I have another aura coming out, or did it come out already? I'm trying to remember, they're all getting mixed up in my head. But like, the dinosaur bones that we find are not dinosaur bones. We don't actually know what dinosaurs look like. They're actually dragon bones. Okay, continue. Will so there be a they weren't really dinosaurs, they were dragons, in other words. Continue. Will there, be, will there be a pole shift soon? And what does it imply for humanity? Catastrophes, maybe? 
So, so I caught the first part. Will there be a pole shift and what? Will there be a pole shift soon? And what does that mean for humanity? Catastrophes or anything? A pole like shift? That? No, no, no. It's just poles move and energies move. And we talked about that in another video of, of this part. I forgot which part it was. But if you go back and watch these parts, you'll see that I answered the question already. Continue. You're muted. Someone wants to know if they would be able to vacation near the ice walls so that they can connect to the wills. Is that something people can do? I don't believe the government will let you do that. <laughs> You're beyond uh, Area 55, right? Like Roswell. You'd be in areas you're not meant to be in. I mean, you you should be in, but they don't want you to be in, is what I'm saying. Continue. Okay. Based on the clip where you showed the map with the lands being parallel, it makes sense, but the strange thing is, do they all go through what we go through on Earth? Do they have their bad and good? What's the agenda of them coming here? And what is our part? So everyone has free will and everyone is experiencing this virus of the Archon in their level of understanding. Now there are some of those existences that you will see that are completely benevolent, that didn't fall for that energy and the whole civilization has understood and maintained themselves clear of it. And there's about 80% of life in our universe is that, have been able to not allow infringement at this point, or if they did, they have cleared it. So um, in the higher dimensions, and then, so we are the last remainders in the third dimension that are working through it. So you can say the higher dimensions have worked through it a lot already, bringing it down to only 80 80% of them working on it, and then, yeah, so we're the last fraction of it. And um, But there is still other, still, the higher dimensions that are still going through it, because what happens, like that paper, they're still going through it, because we're all still going through it, and all in one pocket of space. Which is why it's so important that you remember your memories, because then you help that you in this dimension, that you in this dimension, and then it ripples and it expands out to all dimensions. The healing, the self-healing that you do here in the third dimension is the most powerful because you're at the heaviest ones. And then it goes everywhere. Continue. And there's a couple of comments. Um, yeah. People just want to say how extremely activating the series is and want to say thank you for that it's amazing oh, thank you i love you thank you for that and then someone said that it was so funny that last night before they fell asleep they programmed themselves to remote view antarctica Ooh, <laughs> we want to hear what you saw <laughs> love it and then um some of the questions that were shared uh they may be better for a part five okay so um, that's all we have right now for that. Beautiful. Wow. So powerful. How about you, Gina? Do you have any questions for me on everything I've shared? You're an aura practitioner. We always have to ask questions, right? Not to put you in the spot. I mean, if you have one, that'd be fun. But if you don't, oh. that's okay. Well, I think the series is just really amazing mm -hmm. and expanding our minds, right? So trying to grasp all these concepts, um, I think 
just trying to remind everybody that they can call out to their team, their higher selves, their guides, the angels to help them understand. And like you've been talking about, their magical companions that are out there beyond the walls, they can call them in too. Um, and so um, if there's any questions I would ask, I would think, you know, I would say, how does Mother Earth feel right now? How does she feel about us bringing this concept? Are you bringing all this information in right now? How's she feeling? Ah, thank you. Yes, what a beautiful question. I feel that she feels happy. She feels mm, like as every single video of these, I can feel it shift on Earth and see how it's leveling her up in different energies and dimensions within the third dimension of the 3.1, 3.2. And then it's creating these pockets of spaces, of circles. So a person could choose to be in the 3.1 more easier, the 3.5 more easier. So I see how all these consciousness and beings that are on earth are able to retain this more. Why we're seeing the bifurcation physically happening on the sun. On the, sun. the person I showed, I shared in social media, um, actually, um, just, uh, yeah, that showed the moon and how it was splitting and it wasn't an eclipse. There was a second part to it. So we're seeing it happen. She's showing us the clues, even star series or um, the video I showed on that. And um, so we're seeing the, the what we need to see with our physical eyes and it's magical, it's beautiful when the earth starts doing that. So similar like when we started talking about the V um, at the beginning, right at the beginning, we started talking about what it was and then what what it carried. But you all just had to say trust and see it from your perspective that it did carry those things that I can talk about on this platform, what it did carry. Um, and then say, I think it was like a year or two years later, we're seeing it physically in the physical eyes under um, microscope, these things that we talked about it years ago. Um, so it's beautiful when creation does that like we begin to see the energy and the consistency of what the topic that we're addressing and then when it comes into physical form form that means that both the physical and the energy is more more overlaying one another and that's really good news for us because then that allows for a spheric that means that the energies on earth are the the spheric fifth dimensional earth is coming closer and closer into proximity of the third dimension. So energetically, but initially it would just separate, like we've explained to the two third world playlist, um, bifurcation of Earth. So I think she's feeling really good. She's very proud of her beautiful children on Earth. She's loving that people are coming out more into nature and understanding and traveling and that people don't feel so confined with some of those rules that were set by, you know, that NWO. And um, so it's beautiful to see her children being more fluent with being themselves and acting upon more of their given birth rights, which are free will, spirit voice, sacral energy root chakra you know balance all all the chakras in the 13 keys and we you could really feel that and collectively together we are changing timelines we're evolving 
and um, we're collectively together bridging these birthing these timelines that we're seeing on earth i was watching a tea get together we'll call it that <laughs> um and it was so beautiful to watch him he stood in the rain as the rain hit him and he said love and the crowd just says i love you we love you and he replies that he loves them too and he replies ah love the other side should try that love when have you ever heard anyone talk about love right so um things like this that are so important they're changing and healing the earth so in our version we're here listening to this constant expanding our consciousness growing in ways that are beautiful and infinite and then in that version there's people supporting that event and healing the earth and waking up the earth the love that is felt love is the most powerful emotion beingness so all which ways are all love but in this that would be a third dimensional explanation and how we need someone in third dimension to be spreading the love and then in our points of view we're explaining the third but we're also really operating in higher dimensional vibrations and consciousness and love as well so understanding that everyone is playing their role so beautifully and we're honoring and loving and respecting all roles no matter what they are yes so yes that was a message i was just channeling from her <laughs> from mother earth mm -hmm. uh -huh. beautiful are we good yeah we're good thank you beautiful thank you thank you you all for being here in this moment in time and space with me holding the space to be able to deliver this video here on youtube i will see you in the upcoming parts we don't know where it's going to end um, but we do want to get back to the mayan and atlantean series so we can finally complete that but we'll see we'll continue to flow to see what falls into what fridays and typically we do this friday so join us every friday youtube live if it's sensitive content then you would have to sign up to my emails again on the rising phoenix aura.com beautiful i love you all with all that i am thank you thank you for being here and holding the space in the way that you do and being you then this most magnificent creation that is unique and powerful and divine and activated and loving you are all you are all that you are and all that you will be so thank you for being you in the now all that you've been and all that you will be i love you with all that i am i am infinitely proud of who you are thank you ensure that you subscribe share this video hit like right now before we end this so others can see it hit like share our content every which way and i want to thank everyone who does share our content we had a recent online workshop with beautiful six beings that they were so beautiful and all six of them had found me through the majority of them had found me through references through people being in a spiritual group and someone shared my video someone a friend recommended shared my video and there they are so keep spreading that the more that we bring people to this beautiful love like consciousness and awareness the more that we help earth ascend because we're not doing this as just me as this one being that i am here 
we're doing this all together. And this is why when you listen to our content, and you listen to our messages, it, it, it agrees, it feels right with you, or you already got the information through dream time or meditation. And you're like, wait a minute, I just saw that. And then I just came and see on YouTube and boom, there's your video. Because we're all vibrating here in collective energy in benevolence and organic love light. So thank you. Thank you for being that. Thank you for being with us, not letting us say do it alone, even though we're not. But yes, thank you for being in unity and divine organic unity. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you. I'll see you next time. Have a beautiful weekend.